Did you know that you can live a life that's even better than the highest rank your company has to offer? My name is Emily Gibson. I'm a master network marketer and a certified life coach. There is more beyond the rank. And if you're willing to go with me, I can show you how. Let's go. This Tuesday, <coughs> you're not even going to recognize my voice when I don't cough. You're going to be like, who's that lady that doesn't cough anymore? It'll be so weird, right? Am I the only one that thinks about stuff like that? No, of course not. We all have thoughts like that. Let's get started. We are going to begin with Ashley. No. Michelle, Ashley, Michelle, who wants to go first? You're both here. This is so great. Neither of them want to go first. So I'm going to pick who gets to go first. Ashley. Oh, Ashley. Yep. Okay. Perfect. Ashley's going to go first. She's the lucky girl. Ashley, what can I help you with? Can you hear me? Okay. If not, we'll have I you turn it in there for a second. It was kind okay. of choppy. If it doesn't, if it like gets choppy again, I'll have you turn off your video because then it usually helps with the internet connection. But we'll try with the video first. Okay. Sounds good. What can I help you with? I don't know. Perfect. Business was just like personal life. The, um probably business. All right. What's going on with your business? So I have been, um, obviously I'm with Lexus too. Um, but I, I'm about to make a big transition and I'm about to quit my job and homeschool our kids and make Lexus our main, my main source of income. And so, um, I guess just like, some guidance in that area, maybe like what that should look like. And then, so I guess it's kind of duly involved, but, um, yeah. Do you have hesitations around this? Are you excited? Like, tell me a little bit about what is coming up when you make those changes. Um, I'm super excited. I haven't ever been able to homeschool my kids. And so that's a super something I've wanted to do for a while just to keep them home and everything with this world um, that I I think that's the best option for them. And so um, I'm going to be doing that. I guess just like balancing like the work, work, like, and then with my business, I feel like I've been kind of at a stagnant spot for a while. I've been like slowly growing, but not the way that I want to like last year, last June and July when there was that huge wave of momentum I like double I I went from like senior gold to ruby really quickly and then I lost rank and so I've been sitting like right in between gold and senior gold for the last year (laughs) and I want to level up and I want to take it to the next level and so I guess like I want to I don't know figure out how much work I should be doing and how I should be doing it and how to like maximize my time with having all the children. So how do you feel about your business when you think about 
bringing yourself back up to rank and homeschooling your kids? What's your thought about that? Um, I guess I really haven't thought about it. I guess I think I feel like I'm going to have more freedom to work because I won't be working because I've worked a nine to five job literally forever. And so this is the first time I won't be working full time. And so I feel like it's, it should be easier, but at the same time, like, I don't know what it's going to be like. So I guess it's a little bit of unknown and there's probably a little bit of fear sitting there. Okay. So I don't know what it's going to be like. Okay. Anything, anything that you are <clears throat> afraid of in, in particular, other than, I don't know what it's going to be like. Um, I don't know. I feel like I always kind not always, but I've struggled with like the fear of like actually being successful, I guess, mm-hmm. which is a little backwards, <laughs> but like, scared of like more money, more abundance, things like that. Like, I feel like I've lived in a sort of scarcity mindset for a while that I've really tried to been retraining over the last year. And so just getting to that abundance mindset of no, like we're worthy of more. We should have more. It's okay to have more, like all of that stuff. Uh, why did you fall back last summer? Why did that happen? Um, well, we just, I, I think it happened just because we enrolled so many people so fast that a lot of people fell through the cracks because it kind of like, that was the first time I've ever really had like mass enrollments and things like that. I've always been like a, like a three to six or a month or whatever. We're like one month, I think I recruited like 18 people mm-hmm. and then, um, and then it kind of, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people just stopped wanting it. Like what happened was really back to school. Like a lot of, I had a lot of teachers on my team, a lot of people who were just product takers that weren't like, they were kind of like accidentally working the business to just get like fast cash. And then they didn't want anything to do with it. So everything else kind of just flopped. And then I, I mean, and then it kind of like took me down too. So I kind of stopped working also. Mm-hmm. So because they stopped working, you stopped working? Sort of. Why? Um, I don't know. Let's take a guess. Uh, I guess I felt like I couldn't do it anymore, that it just always like falling underneath me. So. Do you feel like that now about re-ranking? A little bit. How so? I, I guess I just feel like I, I don't know. I just feel like I don't have the, the, whatever it is that you need to do it. Sometimes I just like, what do I, what is it that I need to do? But I know what I need to do is just work. And when I work, it works. But then I feel like, I guess like, I feel like I'm a really good enroller. But like when it comes to like follow up and holding on to people, that's where I struggle. When it comes to follow up, I struggle. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Well, it's interesting because I've heard you say that twice now. You said that's why you lost rank last summer too. 
Yeah. People fell through the cracks because of follow-up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's just play with this thought for a minute, which is when it comes to follow-up, I'm what? What did you say? When it comes to follow-up, I'm... Um, not very good at it. Not very good at it. Okay. And you want to be Ruby? I mean, I really want to be Emerald. That's my You want to be Emerald. Why aren't you Emerald? Because I haven't worked for it. Is it, is it, is there any part of you that believes that you're not Emerald yet because you're not good at follow-up. Is that related at all? I'm just, it, it doesn't have to be. I'm just curious. I mean, I would say so, probably. Okay. okay. Um, so when you think, when it comes to follow-up, I'm not very good at it. What feeling comes up for you? Failure. Failure. Has this happened recently? Have you thought this recently about your business? Um, probably, yeah. When? Um, probably, I don't know, last week. What, do you remember what happened to make you think when it comes to follow-up, I'm not very good at it? Um, I guess maybe, maybe not. Cause I feel like I've actually been doing better at it <laughs> more with, less people, but I guess I still like, like, well, are they being taken care of good enough? Are they, do they, am I doing it right? Like there's kind of like that questioning myself, are they going to stay? Are they going to go? And what is the answer to that? I don't know. Because they haven't been around long enough to find out or why is that? Right. Okay. So uh, I guess I, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. So when you thought in the past, when it comes to follow up, I'm not very good at it. You feel failure. And then this is the part that I'm interested to know. And I'm not sure if we, that's why I keep asking you about specifics because I'm not sure I have the circumstance yet, <laughs> which is okay. We'll, yeah. we'll pick it out. Um, but when you feel failure about follow-up that you're not very good at it, what do you do typically? Avoid it. What does that look like? Like I would um, just going on with life without plexus, like just not working as hard. So you don't do anything in your business? I mean, I'll talk to some team members and I'll post on our page and like I do our team call, but like when it comes to like sending messages and following up, that's where I stop. Are we talking about follow up with, are we talking about follow up with people who are already on your team or are we talking about follow-up with people to recruit them? 
both. More so, so recruiting than on my team. Okay. But, so. but really both. Like I'm, I feel like I'm really good the first couple weeks and then mm. it's like happens and I'm like, oh crap, it's been two or three weeks since I've talked to them and they okay. haven't reached out to me. So circumstance, enroll someone. Enrolled someone. Yeah. Right? And then you think, I'm really good for the first couple of weeks. And then I forget about them. Yeah. Yeah. And then you feel failure. Yeah. And then you avoid follow-up with them. Yeah. Is there anything else you don't do? Um, I don't reach out to new people either. Okay. At that point. What do you do instead? Do you eat a cookie? Do you watch Netflix? Do you scroll Facebook? Do you do a post? Do you go read a book? Do you do dishes? Like, what are your, like, go-tos? My avoidance is just probably mostly scrolling. Scrolling. What's your app of choice? Yeah. Which one do you go to? Probably Instagram the most. Okay. So scrolling Instagram. Any thoughts about yourself here? About how this is going to affect your future in the business? Like, oh, I'm never going to go anywhere. I can't follow up. Any of that happening inside of your head when you're feeling failure? Yeah. Yeah. So kind of like. And usually I scroll and like look at other people and kind of sabotage myself, I guess, probably like in the, I guess I go into comparison mm-hmm. and I look at like, you know, other people's pages who are successful mm-hmm. thinking I'm oh, getting so inspired. Really. I'm just hearing you're like demeaning yourself and comparison, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That banging noise is Cosette. She's trying to get in. We're just going to ignore her if that's okay with everyone. There may be a banging noise from my door too. And it could be, could be a child, could be a dog. We don't really know. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And, uh, when you enroll someone and then you think, I'm really good for the first two to three weeks, but then after that, I forget about them. You feel failure. And then when you feel failure, you avoid follow-up with them, which is interesting because you know when you don't follow up that oftentimes that leads to what? What's that? And failure. The feeling of failure. Yeah, it it contributes to that, right? So it's sort of like this self-fulfilling prophecy here, right? In your actions. You scroll on Instagram. You don't reach out to new people. You compare to others. And demeaning of self, right? 
And so your result, what's that? That sounds really bad out loud. Oh, so we're doing some judgment of self here too. Right? Okay. A little bit of judgment of self here as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting when we look at what our brain's doing. Right? And the result that comes from this is I don't get better at follow-up. Do you think? Yeah. Anything else that you see happening here? And I don't move forward. I don't move forward. Yeah, I don't move forward. And why is that happening? Because I'm in this cycle of moving and not moving. Why? Um, I guess I really don't. I can't like pinpoint that. Last summer, when you felt like awesome about your team's growth and you said you recruited like 19 people in a month and you had this massive momentum and we know you said you said why you lost that momentum, but when you were in the momentum of it, were you thinking it was going to last forever? And it like, just tell me what you were thinking in the moment. Don't tell me what you think I want to hear. Oh, um, like were I you did. like I'm going to be emerald? Here we go. Any of that? Yeah. I definitely felt that way. I was like mapping emerald and things like that. And I was like, I can do this. I can do this. And then I feel like what it just did you came think like, about how follow-up was going when you were in that moment of like, I can do this. I can do this. I don't really, I feel like it was okay, but I feel like there was so many people that were getting added that like, the next month there was people that I didn't even know that were in the funnel of even needing to be followed up. Cause it was so quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it wasn't even on your radar to think about follow-up being good or not because you were just right. rolling so many people. Right. It so was you just weren't like, even like, you were like, follow up. What? Like I'm going emeralds. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what's the difference between now and then? I guess I feel like we've just hit a wall. And and maybe it's me that's at the wall, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so. But not like, so. there's just not like, activity happening on our on my team 
or really like even up and down, like up, up our team too. Like, I don't feel like, I don't feel like there's a whole lot of things moving. I'm going to use my favorite fuchsia marker. Okay. Do you guys know what my definition of momentum is? I've heard it. It's just one word. Movement? No. No? But good guess. Okay. I, was like, I know I've heard it. <laughs> <laughs> my definition of momentum in one word. Anyone know what it is? Or want to take a guess? Trisha says speed. Cassie says mistake. Or is it? Yeah, Cassie, right? I'm always like Casey, Cassie. I know I've asked you this before. Action. Yes. I'm going to write it out. Are you ready to see? Momentum, the definition of momentum. Momentum is belief. And that's it. Yep. That's all momentum is. It's belief. And if anyone ever says, oh, I don't know how to get momentum. I had momentum. I lost momentum. It's not there anymore. I just can't find it. We had it. I don't know what happened. It's like, it was so good last summer. I don't know what's happened now. It's belief. Momentum is belief. And where does belief exist? In your head. What part? Um, in your brain, what part? I don't know. Teresa got it. Lisa's got it. <laughs> thoughts, 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 thoughts. Yep. So, what was the difference between last year and this year? My thoughts. A hundred percent. It's true. It's totally true. Yeah. And now that you see that, yeah. why are you choosing to believe the thought? I'm good at follow up the first two to three weeks and then I forget about them. I don't know. See, you just think you're telling me the facts. You're like, let me tell Emily about me. So she can know like what she's dealing with here. And I just, I'm really good at follow up the first two to three weeks. And then I forget about them. And these are just the facts. And what I see, what, what, what I think you're starting to see, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Do you see that that is a thought you are choosing and not a fact? Yes. The only fact we have here is you enrolled someone. Or what are your points? What were your points last month? Um, I think two hundred. Two hundred ish. Yeah, just about. 
Yeah. Yeah. So those are the only real two facts we have here in your story, right? You've got this story about how you had massive momentum last summer. You double ranked, you were going so fast. You were mapping out Emerald. And then you fell back because people slipped through the cracks because your follow-up isn't good. And all these people were teachers and they just didn't want to do it anymore. And because they didn't want to do it anymore, that affected you. So we're kind of having some victim mentality here. Right? Yes. Yeah. Because you're giving all of your power away to your team. And not, not taking ownership for your part in your business. At least that's what I see here. I also, I also see lack of ownership in the thought, I'm really good at follow-up the first two to three weeks and then I forget about them. So why are you forgetting about them? Um, because I guess I feel like I don't, I'm not as intentional with, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. It, my connection was unstable for a second. That's okay. Um, now you're frozen. I guess I, but I can see you. <laughs> yeah. What do you Turn off my camera. Yeah, turn off your camera and we'll see how it works. Keep talking. Try talking. Um, I guess I see. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess it comes down to like the intentionality of con like staying consistent and continuing. That I yeah. And I get overwhelmed, just like Teresa said. <laughs> right. So but we know we know in this situation, this thought of I'm really good at follow-up the first two to three weeks, and then I forget about them creates the feeling of failure. And from failure, you avoid follow-up with them. Don't reach out, scroll Instagram, comparison, demeaning self, judgment of self. And when you choose that thought, every time your result is, I don't move forward. Is it not? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is. Why are you choosing that thought? Um, I don't, I don't know. I shouldn't choose it. I should choose a different thought that I am going to follow up. Should you? Yes. Why? Because it'll create a different outcome. What outcome do you want? 
um, to re-rank and eventually go Emerald. Okay. So goal is re-rank. What actions are you going to have to take every day to re-rank? Reaching out and following up. Okay. To how many people? At least three to five, if not more. Okay. Per day? What was that? Per day? Yeah. Okay. What else are you going to need to do? Post. How often? I mean, stories and like every day and usually Facebook is a couple times a week. Okay. Anything else you're going to need to do regularly to re-rank? Check my back office daily. All right. Anything else? Believe in myself. We'll get there. I want to know like action line, action line, like things, activities that are going to bring you the result to re-rank. Personal personal development. How so? With what? Like reading a book. We're reading this book called Winning the War in Your Mind right now. So that's probably good. Oh, it's like so in line with this. So reading, reading personal development books every day, once a week, how often? At least five days a week. Okay. Anything else? Any events? Are you going to be hosting events? Like what did you do last summer when you were holding your rank? Anything we're leaving out? Um... This may sound wrong. I don't know, but I'm just going to say it. So when I was running so hard, it was to get Angela Emerald. Mm-hmm. And that where a huge of like a, a lot of my drive was, was to like help her. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I feel like I'm not helping in the same way, I guess, even though I am, if I develop my people to this, we can put a, we can like put a, we can do a whole other thought model with a whole other thing on it. But what I want to keep us focused on is for you to re-rank what activities are you going to have to do? Like when you were pushing to help her re-rank, were you guys doing, we were doing doing Facebook events every single day. Oh, okay. So do you want to, how often do you want to do Facebook events now to re-rank? Well, probably at least once a week to start, if okay. not more, more frequent like messenger events, like a couple times a week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, any, anything you want to not do so that you can re-rank? not scroll as much. Like are you going to put some boundaries on that for yourself? Yeah. 
what would that look like? Um, only like giving myself like set times to scroll versus just doing it whenever. So a scrolling protocol. Yeah. Each day. We, yeah. you'll have, you'll have to define that for yourself, whatever that's going to be. Yeah. And how are you going to have to feel every day to want to do these things? What emotion? One word emotion. Motivated. Motivated. Maybe. What did you say? Maybe excited. Which one? Know. If you had to pick one. Probably motivated. Okay. And what are you going to have to believe about your business or yourself every single day to generate the feeling motivated? Um, I guess listen to something to get me motivated. Yeah, it's, it's so interesting because our brain's like, yes, we're going to have to do something externally in our action line to make us feel better. But where do feelings come from? Our thoughts. Yes. And they, it's intrinsic. If it lasts, if we want it to last intrinsic stimulation. Hmm. Okay. Now, when we externally make ourselves feel a certain way, for example, this morning, I just wanted to feel like super pumped up on the treadmill. So I got that Jonas Brothers song on from the Olympics. And I was just like, I listened to it three times in a row, super, super loud. And I was like, yes. Right. And I was using something extrinsic to get a certain feeling. Yeah. But why didn't it last all day? Because it was external. Because the song ended. Right. <laughs> and after three times, I was like, I'm done with you now. Right. <laughs> that, that's over now. Yeah. Now we're going to go to the next song. <laughs> right? Right. So what are you going to have to believe on the daily to feel motivated? That I can do this business, that I am a rock star at follow-up, and that I will be emerald. When you say the words, I will be emerald, how does that make you feel? Scared. So not motivated. Right. So that's not our thought. No. No but it's in there somewhere. So what's our thought going to be that's going to help us feel motivated every day? What's true about your ability to get back to your rank? That I can do it. Can you? Yeah. Why? Because I've done it before. I've done it before. I can do it again. 
So I can do it again. Yeah. How does that one make you feel? More motivated. What, what emotion like instantly comes up for you? Like excited. Excited. Guess what? Yeah. Your points are 200 in both models. Your first model, my points are 200. My thought, I'm good at follow-up for the first two to three weeks, and then I forget about them. This is called our unintentional model. It's what our lower primitive brain just goes right into. It's like, yep, we're good at it for the first two to three weeks. And then we forget about them. And then we feel failure. And from failure, our actions are avoid follow-up with them. Don't reach out, scroll Instagram, comparison, demeaning self, judge self, result. I don't move forward. Now in the intentional model, that you just created for yourself. Circumstance is still the same. My points are 200. My intentional thought that I'm gonna work to choose to believe, I've done it before, so I can do it again. Helps us generate this feeling of excited. And when we are excited, We're reaching out and following up three to five people a day. We post in our main feed and in our stories daily. We check our back office daily. We're reading our personal development book five times a week. We're doing Facebook messenger parties once a week. We have a scrolling protocol for an amount of time that we're going to allow ourselves to scroll on social media each day. And our result is regain rank. Yes. And the difference between the two is what? How I think. Just your thought. Yeah. It's so interesting. This is why, this is why when people (coughs) jump from one company that they're failing in to another company and they fail again and they're like, network marketing just isn't for me. It wasn't the company that was the problem. Right. It was what? Their thoughts. Their thoughts about it. Yeah. That's all. And like, I can't blame them or judge them for that because like, that's what they're choosing. They're creating their own experience. Right? I literally just did a video for you guys for next week. I'll give you a sneak peek. But it's like perfect that it's here for me to teach this to you. In any circumstance in our life, can you see this? Yeah. In any circumstance in our life, there is a story and then there are the facts. The facts is just anything that happens, right? Like a death, someone died, your job you don't like your company, you're going to switch to a new company, you don't like your upline, you don't like your downline, whatever, whatever, whatever. The momentum, whatever. The pandemic, everything is like the facts. 
your spouse, a world event, like what's going on right now in Afghanistan. The facts are not what hurt us. What hurts us or causes problems? How we think about it. When our brain encounters it. And then we're like, oh my gosh, I'm so upset. I'm so offended. She hurt my feelings. I'm not good at follow-up. Maybe I'm not cut out for this. I'm overwhelmed. We create our life mostly in our minds. Do we not? Yeah. Yeah. And we control our emotional lives with our thinking. Thinking. Yep. So do you want your lower brain in control, running around like a toddler with the cap off the Sharpie, just drawing all over the walls? Or do you want to be like, put the lid on the pen? Right? Yeah. Yeah. And like right now, (coughs) there's this story that I see in your story that's, well, last year with that burst of momentum, it didn't, follow-up didn't matter. And it didn't because why? Because it was so crazy. No. Because I didn't, I believed that I was good at it. Exactly. Belief. Yeah. That's all. It's true. Which means, is it possible that that's available to you now also? Yeah. Without pandemic momentum? Yes. Why? Because I've done it before and I can do it again. Oh my gosh. There it is. Write that thought down somewhere, put it on a big post-it note, write it across your bathroom mirror. That's what we need to believe now. Yes. And belief is what? Momentum. Yeah. That's so good. You're so good. Way to go, champ. Thank you. I, I think it also like like this isn't like an epiphany obviously but it is in a way like I feel like rest of our my team like they struggle with belief too but obviously if I'm not believing they're not going to believe it either ding 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 you should get them to listen to this yeah for sure so that then they can see what you just realized and experienced. Sure. Awesome. Awesome. You just Thank took you all your you so just much. took all your power back. Did you see that? Yeah. Cuz you've been giving it away. Yeah. To others and other things. Yeah. No good. more. So good. good. Thank you. You're welcome. Way to go. Okay, Michelle You're up next, my dear. 
Hey. Hi there. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> what can I help you with? Uh, I don't even know how to put what I want to say into words, but um, I have a very vicious cycle of getting overwhelmed and tuning everything out. I will plug my phone up in the other room, won't look at it, won't deal with it, um, won't look at the housework that needs to be done. Um, I do work full time and sometimes even work a day or two over the weekend. So sometimes six days a week and all week long, I can't wait for the weekend to get things done and get caught up and the weekend comes and I've worked all week. I'm tired. I'm just going to sit on the couch and watch Netflix. <laughs> and, and I get mad at myself that I don't get things done. And I keep planning that I'm going to do things. I buy books. I did momentum movement three times. <laughs> um, and I know what I need to do and I can't do it. It terrifies me. This call terrified me, <laughs> but I'm here. You are so brave. <sighs> When's the last time that you felt this way? Now, um, before this call. And what happened? Walk me through that. Um, I told myself I needed to get, pick a spot that I was going to do it, get my notes ready, get things ready. And instead I sat down on the couch. I set an alarm so I wouldn't be late. <laughs> and I forgot all of it till about, 15 minutes till I was supposed to be in here. So you sat down on the couch <coughs> or we'll just say, uh, call at what time is it where you live? The call was at seven here. Okay. Call at 7 PM. And your thought was, I'm going to get organized. Is that what I heard you say? Yes. And then I wanted, go ahead. No, but you, you go ahead. You wanted, I wanted to find a spot that I was going to set the computer up, get my planner, get some paper to take notes. I did make sure my tablet was charged and my phone was charged, but that's all I did. And then you, when you didn't do those other things, what did you think when you sat down for the call? When it was time for the call, mm -hmm. um, I did get the things together, but I just did it in a big rush right before. <laughs> and why is that a problem? Uh, I don't think that part was the problem. It was the whole avoidance before it. That what was the problem, the problem about it? The call terrified me and I just wanted to not think about it at all. Why did it terrify you? I'm not good at these things. Okay, there it is. I'm not good at these things. So <clears throat> you sat down for the call at seven, right? Mm -hmm. And in your mind, the call is what is doing this to you. At this moment, yeah. Yeah. And you thought, I'm not good at these things. And you felt terrified. Mm -hmm. So then when you felt terrified, you said you avoided gathering your things. Yeah. Avoided gathering planner, 
pen. What else was it? Um, my just my laptop, phone, laptop. I needed phone. Um, and then you um, went to the couch instead, and you set an alarm. Is that right? Yes. Anything else you did? I turned on Netflix and scrolled Instagram. <laughs> turned on Netflix. Scrolled Instagram. Anything else you didn't do? Anything else. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't prepared at beforehand. Um, I didn't anything. I don't know. <laughs> so other than gathering your planner, a pen, a laptop, and a phone, what else would you have needed to do that you didn't do to be prepared? I don't think anything else. Okay. And your result is what? Um, I did get prepared in time. I just rushed to do it. Mm -hmm. But you're sort of not believing in yourself here, right? Yeah. I don't believe in me. Yeah. What do you think about that? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, I do it all the time, like when I need to be posting or messaging or anything, I do the same exact thing. Um, I might be good doing what I need to do for a day or two, and then I lose it. Um, I have been taking the products, I think, five years now, but I think I really only started to want to work the business part of it since maybe last year um but I've, I've I've signed people up but I've I've never got above silver um my people don't stick with me I I try to follow up I either do a good job and follow up and then people stop responding or I I don't reach out because I don't want to feel like I'm bothering people um if I comment on somebody's posts, then I feel like they're just going to think, well, if I say this product works, they're just going to think I'm, I'm just trying to sell it. Aren't you? Even though it does work. Yes. But trying to offer advice at the same time. I always think it's so interesting because I used to do this to myself also. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be like, I don't want them to think I'm trying to sell them something. And then I thought but I am, I'm 100% doing this because I'm trying to sell them something. Yeah. What is wrong with you trying to sell them something? Um, I just feel like people will stop talking to me. Why? They will think that I'm fake that I'm just saying it just because I want to sell it. Are you? 
No. What's true no. about you? Um, I know the products have worked for me and I know that I've seen it work for other people, but as soon as I try to tell somebody, I, I don't feel like they'll believe me. Why? It's been the case <laughs> a lot of times, it seems. Mm-hmm. Can we control other people? No. This thought here, I'm not good at these things. When you choose it, you feel terrified. Yes. So not to put words in your mouth, but when you go to message someone and you're thinking about all these other thoughts and running all these other models, you listed off a bunch, right? Do you ever find yourself? And I also think you had the realization that you do this all the time. When I asked you what you thought about your model here, (coughs) you said, I do this all the time. And then you started showing me examples of other places where you see it coming up for you. Right. Yeah. And so when you say, I'm not good at these things, you think you're telling me a fact about you. But do you see that it's a thought you're choosing? Yes. Because really, the fact of this is you had a call at seven. That's totally neutral. It's just the circumstance. There's a call at seven. And then when your brain encountered it, you chose to think, I'm not good at these things. And when you choose that thought, it creates a vibration in your body called terrified. And where in your body do you feel that emotion when it came on tonight? You might even be feeling it right now. Yes, (laughs) my chest and my stomach. And is it a fast or slow feeling? Fast. And what color is it? I don't know. Let's take a guess. Black. I don't know. <laughs> I love asking that last question because everyone's <laughs> like, I don't even know. I've never noticed it before. Yeah. Right? And right. the reason why we've never noticed it before is because we're too busy trying to get away from feeling it. We're like, yep, Netflix. And scroll Instagram. I don't want to feel this right now. And we call that buffering. I get to use my board again, you guys. (laughs) So excited. I bought lots of paper. Lots of paper. Okay. We're going to use black for your terrified feeling. Because we want to stick in terrified. We don't want to make you feel any better. I want you to be terrified if you want to be terrified. Okay? Life is 50-50. 50% of the time, it's positive. The other 50% of the time, 
It's negative. So is your business. It's why sometimes we're like, yes, I'm going to be diamond. And other times we're like, I don't even think I'm supposed to be doing this. Right? Because life is 50-50. And we think it should be positive all the time. It's actually what gets us into a mess everywhere. It's why we think maybe we didn't marry the right person. And I'm not saying you did or you didn't. Everyone has a different circumstance and different situation. But let's just speak generically for sake of the example here that you have a healthy marriage where there's no abuse and you're like, I don't even know if I like him anymore. And anyone that's been married for more than 10 years knows what I'm talking about. You're like, yeah, I'm just not sure today (laughs) because I've never heard someone choose so loudly in my life. And why is he tapping his foot and shaking the entire table when I finally got a minute to myself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I personally never experienced that before. So I'm just sharing someone else's experience with this, right? <laughs> okay. It's why we we think it's supposed to be sunshine and roses all the time. We think it's supposed to be <clears throat> 100% positive. And then when, when you've been married the first two years and you're like, OMG, this is not dating anymore. And I always tell my newly married friends, if you can make it through the first two years, you're going to make it the whole way. Because it's when you realize that it's 50-50, right? So 50% of the time, you're going to feel failure, terrified, anxious. Was the light on? And what are some other negative emotions you might feel? Um, worried. Worry. Ooh, that's a good one. Sometimes that's a buffer too. And then what are some, where, what are some happy emotions when you're like, oh my gosh, I feel so terrified. And you decide to go do Netflix and Instagram. We know you're trying to get away from terrified, but what would you rather be feeling? Rather be happy. (laughs) Happy. Content. Content. Peace. I think that's all I got. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. She's like, I can't even think of anything other than (laughs) terrified right now. Right? And when you do Netflix, and scroll, You think you're coming here to the positive side. Your brain's like, oh, thank goodness. We don't feel terrified anymore. And it thinks 
it's going here, but it's not, it's going here. Yeah. Outer darkness, AKA buffering. The dark side. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Interestingly enough, I want to make sure you understand that the 50% negative is not the dark side. There's positive and there's negative, and one is not better than the other. But our brains believe that positive is better and negative is bad. In fact, you might even hear yourself say things like, I just need to think more positively. I just need to think happy thoughts. Because in your mind, you're like, because this is better than this. But it's not. Right. It's 50-50. We need both all the time. And the only way that we know what peace feels like is because we know what contention feels like, right? So because we know what contention feels like, we also know what peace feels like. And guess what? They are both just vibrations in our body. That's it. It's a vibration in our body. And yours, this terrified one right here, where you like to numb out and go to Netflix and scroll in buffering here. Outer darkness is what I call it. I think I spelled that wrong, but that's okay. You know what I mean? Outer darkness, where we numb out and we feel nothing out here. We feel nothing. In fact, this for me was one of my most difficult times of my entire life. When I hit Diamond and we earned the two private island trips two years in a row, I felt nothing. I felt nothing. Even when I would like spend time with people, I just felt nothing. I was just like empty inside is how I described it to people. Because I was using work to buffer everything in my life. And it looked it looked really nice on stage. I know. And it was amazing. But it was the oddest feeling to work that hard and feel nothing. And when I started doing thought work to heal from all of that, what I recognized was, is I felt nothing because I was using work to buffer every negative emotion, nerves, being nervous, being anxious, feeling out of place, feeling insecure. So I would just buffer with work constantly. Yeah, I feel like I feel everything way too much and have to zone out to nothingness. Which is so interesting because (coughs) what's feeling something too much? Overwhelmed. What's too too much? Just more than I can handle. I I don't know what it 
what it too much is. How much can you handle? Doesn't seem to be a lot. <laughs> I get on if I'm on social and I'm scrolling and everyone's differing opinions and um, type nine. I want all the of everybody and be everybody's side and keep the peace. And sometimes it just becomes too much. What does? And I have trying to feel what everybody's feeling, trying to Are you understand feeling? everybody's point of view. Are you feeling what everyone's feeling? No. Where do our feelings come from? Our thoughts. Mm -hmm. So what's overwhelming? Them? Yes. Nope. No. What's overwhelming you? The thoughts. You. And you're like, but it's them. I'm taking on their feeling. With what? You're choosing it with your thoughts. It's when your brain encounters a circumstance, which is people post thing, people post their thoughts on Facebook. And then I have a thought about them. And then I have a feeling and it's a vibration in my body. And then I have a whole new thought model that says, I can't handle this. And then I feel overwhelmed again. And I have a model on top of a model. And I'm like, I might die. So I'm going to go put my phone in the other room and I'm just going to ignore it. I'm going to change the circumstance. Mm -hmm. Does that work? No, temporarily it feels like it does. Temporarily, because you're buffering, right? Yeah. How do we know if we're buffering? Anyone know? Because I know she's buffering. Some people are like, no, she's setting boundaries. No, she's not setting boundaries. And here's why. Because when there is a negative outcome, you've been buffering. And she said to me when we started, I just, I'm so, I can't remember your exact words. I'm so sorry. But it was something along the lines of, I can't get anything together. I work five, sometimes six days a week. And I just, I can't seem to get my stuff done. There's this negative outcome that's constantly happening and I have no control over it. Is the story that you're telling me. Yeah. And you're like, Emily, and these are the facts. <laughs> and Emily is like, I know these are her thoughts. Right? And the reason why we know you're buffering when you put the phone in the other room, and I'm not saying you should or you shouldn't. We're just noticing what your brain is doing to try to protect itself because it doesn't want to feel these things and whatever other negative emotions you're trying to avoid. And it's not that you're buffering every time. Sometimes, 
Sometimes you might be getting external things like listening to music to bounce you over to happy or content or peace. But it's the thought that bounces you over here, not the music. Yeah. You have you have music and all of a sudden you're thinking about God and you know the life you have and the things you're grateful for. But when you go back to thinking the thought, I'm not good at these things, boom, you're over here again. And you're like, I know, because it's I'm just not good at these things. That's why. But do you see that that's a choice that you're choosing to believe that thought? Do you want to keep believing it? No. (laughs) Is it possible that you could believe that you could learn any new skill and master it? Yeah. Where have you done that in other places in your life? I think I do a good job at my work. I'm able to I'm able to learn that and do do well there. I can learn any new skill and be good at it. Yeah. And it's true in your other job. Yes. So if it's true in your other job, is it possible that it could be true in your network marketing business? Yes. How so? I think I could be good. I just, I get, I stop myself before I get there. Thought. Mm-hmm. You stop yourself when you think I'm not good at these things or I stop myself before I get there. And you think it's because, or in general, we think it's because that's just true. But when you hear yourself say these things, what I want you to start doing is I want you to take notice of (laughs) every time that you tell yourself a fact about yourself. And every time you hear yourself say, I'm just not good at these things, or I get in my own way, or whatever else you're telling yourself. And every time you hear yourself say that, I want you to say to yourself, is that true? Or even better, and I want you to write this one down on that paper that you grabbed at the end that you weren't going to be prepared and grabbed. I'm so (laughs) glad you have it. I want you to write down. And what if I'm wrong about that? Because we've got to get really curious about this belief that you have of yourself that says, I'm not good at these things. Because you see, if I just give her this new thought, I can learn any new skill and be good at it. She's going to feel pretty good maybe for the next five minutes and then something's going to happen and she's going to be like, see, 
I'm just not good at these things. Someone canceled. Someone just messaged me to turn off their auto ship. See, I'm not good at these things. She's going to just pick it because it's there. Just put putting evidence in her backpack and carrying it around all day long, just gathering evidence. And her brain is literally biologically rewarding her with dopamine every single time. Every time. In fact, if she got a message right now that said, I need to turn off my auto ship. I don't want to do this anymore. Her brain would be like dopamine, dopamine, dopamine. And she would be neurologically rewarded. She would be positively reinforced for that because her brain wants to be right more than it wants to be wrong. And it's like, yep, see, there's another example. Emily was wrong. I'm not good at these things. And then she might even take it a step further. We don't know because we didn't ask her and this hasn't happened yet. So this is a hypothetical situation. <clears throat> but she might even be like, and it's because I don't have her personality. I don't have her network. I don't have, I, and I'm not talking about me. Her is a generic term, right? Those of you that go to comparison when you're scrolling Netflix and you're like, oh, like, what um, Ashley was talking about, how she's like, I go and I look at all these other people who have better businesses than me, than me which again, is just a thought. And then compare herself to their feed, right? Then you're like, see, I don't even look like them. So I don't fit, I don't fit in in any of this. And your brain's like, yep, here's some dopamine. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. And so every time you hear this thought come up, I'm not good at these things, or I always get in my way. I can get started, but then I get in my own way. I want you to ask yourself the question. And what if I'm wrong about that? And just get curious about how your brain answers it. Cause your brain will probably be in the beginning, be like, you're not wrong. You're right. You're not good at this. And then you're going to have to push back and be like, Am I? I mean, I'm good at other things. What other things am I good at? Well, I'm really good at my other job. I'm really good at my church. I'm really good. I'm a good citizen. I I'm I take care of my house. I pay my bills. I keep my dog alive. You know, whatever it is that you're good at, just start listing it off and then be like, gosh, do I even want to believe that I'm not good at these things anymore because I'm good at lots of other things. And if I'm good at lots of other things, then is it possible that I could maybe be good at this one day too? And then when you start collecting evidence of that, all of a sudden your brain is like, wait a minute, this new thing I might believe now. And then it's going to start rewarding you with dopamine for the new thing. Because it's going to start believing the new thing is true. And it doesn't have to take a long time. I mean, you could like switch your thinking in a matter of hours. I'm not saying you should or shouldn't or you have to or it might, it could take longer. I don't know. It's like, how fast am I going to see results on the products, Emily? (laughs) No idea, honey. I hope fast. Please, Santa, let it be fast. Right? Yeah. It's the work you do up here 
that changes this whole experience that you are creating with your thoughts right now. Yes. Okay. Come back and get coached again. Okay. This was awesome. Seriously. I know you think you're not good at these things, but you just rocked that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And thank you, Ashley. Thank you, Michelle. So grateful. We'll have this recording up for you on my YouTube channel. And oh, the podcast is going to be ready in 24 to 48 hours. And I will send an email and make a post. And if I had your phone numbers, I would text you. But when it's live, I am asking for a big, huge favor that when you see that it's gone live or you get my email or you see me post about it, if you will go to Apple Podcast and leave a comment and download the episode because I want to see if we can be number one on the day it launches because I think we can do it. So we should just try. Why not? And I think if we can get like a hundred comments, I think we have a good shot of doing it. But like, what if we got 200? So watch those comments when you see me post and then you go leave your comment, it'll show. And then go tell your teams, tell your mom, just tell everyone, just go leave a comment on this girl's podcast. We're trying to get like 200 comments today has to happen in one day. So we want to try and get like 200, 300. How are we going to try and get as many? And you can't just all leave 10 comments. It has to be from a different user. So like make your husband do it, make your kids do it, make your mom do it, make your best friend do it, tell your team to do it. And then let's just see if we can do it. I think it'd be so cool because I've never done it before. And I had this like thing that I was like, no, 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 I can't do it. And then I was like, what if I'm wrong? So I thought coached coached myself around it, did some self-coaching. And now I'm like, let's just try. And we'll see. All right, guys. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Bye. Who is your life coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual program called Beyond the Rank that I want to invite you to join me in. We can address challenges, we can work on goals, and we can do it in so many different ways. We have group coaching, individual private coaching, and hundreds of hours of online courses and content that I'm creating just for you. When you're ready to take what you're learning on the podcast to the 10X level, then come check out Beyond the Rank at emilygibsoncoaching.com.